was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I am Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a podcast about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. Tony drinks because he has to live here. I am Tony. <laughs> I am Tony. So much. Have you, Actually, have you, uh, I know this is podcast, but we fun. have this amazing intro that I, I was actually looking at. and I did a while ago. Uh, you know, we, we record through StreamYard. We had been putting it on YouTube. Now it's like spotty, whether we do or not. No, we do. I've been putting it up. Oh, good, good. Yes. No, and, I've been uh, putting it up. The, the first clip of you and I, I like, I hit, I hit go on the intro and then I like disassociate until, you know, the music comes out right? Uh, or, you know, fades out. But man, there are some great clips in there. It was just, yeah. it was just tickled me. I was like watching it again for the first time. Yeah, if if there's ever another pandemic and you don't have to do anything, you could you could clip up all of the all of the kooky reactions on uh, on the show. I like to see how I look fatter or thinner based on how much hair I have on my head, rather than <laughs> like my weight was exactly the same for all of those things, but my my hair just kind of rode up. And yep. made me look younger and thinner. Now I, I look like someone you should call the police on, honestly. But I don't mind that. I'm, 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 so for those of you who don't watch the video, I, I've grown a, a beard and a uh, and a goatee. It's connected, I believe. It's called a Manhattan or something. I, I forget what it's called. Uh, but anyway, I've decided I've never had a mustache in my adult grown-up life, and I've not trimmed it at all i've decided that i'm just going to grow it as long and as and keep uh, twirling it and like yeah because it gets of, to the point where you you've been combing it down and then you got to start combing it out i think you get that, that yes i've been combing it out bar. the whole time now so yeah. i don't know if i'm going to have a handlebar mustache but i am going to have a long shaggy one like um it. or i'm going to die first because i have a baby face and my hair takes a very <laughs> my hair my hair grows very very quickly on my head and very short on my face so very uh, quickly on the top of my head, very slowly out of the front of my head, I guess, is, is, is what I've been trying to say. <laughs> out of the front of my head. Um, all sorts of stuff to get to this week. I want to start, um, I'm sorry, but each week we mention our sponsors, and our sponsors are the drinks we are drinking and the businesses that we like. And in this case, I'm still on water. Mm. It's... Uh, the next time, hopefully, I will have not water, and that will mean that I have already hit my deadline, which is technically Wednesday night or Thursday afternoon, but I got really close today, and I'm like, you know, if you can finish, that's why I was kind of still typing why, why you, when, we, when we started. If you could finish, you could treat yourself to a drink, yeah. um, but I'm not, uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not comfortable enough yet in my job to make sure that I have everything done and can start drinking at 3 o'clock. Hopefully, we'll fix that toot sweet yeah yeah um, but anyway a local business also i'm sorry what are you drinking todd uh i'm enjoying myself uh a bourbon a bullet bourbon that i love to have uh it's been a minute well it hasn't been a minute it's been like 72 or 48 hours because i got my covid booster shot and it didn't hurt it didn't like put me down and out 
but just made me feel like I didn't want to do anything. So, so I was taking it easy. And, uh, and I, and today I, I turned the corner from that and, uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm Are, happy that. Is that your third booster shot? This will be, yeah. So no, no, number four. So I'm, I'm like I the two, one booster. And this is my second booster. Oh, all right. Yes. The second right. booster, but not your yes. third. All right. I, I yeah. see what you mean. Um, only because I didn't know I'm so old. I've actually had mine for like six months or a year. They move the old people like me to the front of the list to mm-hmm. keep us off the uh, respirators and, and everything. I just, if there was a new booster out, I wanted it. <laughs> as we'll talk about later i'm on my way to baltimore this week and there's if i don't come back with covid it will be a miracle but before we talk about that let's talk about our other sponsor which is good fun good clean fun life productions and uh that's your company todd that's my company and i think it's worthwhile mentioning we mentioned it before we do all sorts of things digital marketing websites media production and i've now been running running. (laughs) I have been participating in at least two podcasts uh, for one for about five years and one for over 10, right? This one is over 10. Yes. uh, Or, and, uh, and, and Dewey Raw, which is my other podcast, which I prepare for uh, just about as much as I prepare for this one. Has also been running off and on for about five years, which is which is kind of crazy to think about. But I, you know, I I am uh, big right now on the uh, cornerstone content, so the longer format stuff, which does include uh, podcasts or long format videos, could also include blog posts, which you're really good at, and I'm not so good at, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, if you're, if you're looking for advice or, uh, some insight or just some, uh, ideas to start a podcast, we can, uh, we can help, help you out. I figured I'd lean into that aspect of the business just because I, I know that's where we're going to be going, uh, on, uh, some of our one cool things. Yes. Yes. I actually, oh, I gave a talk on podcasts this week to a, uh, to a student, uh, a student group, I think they call those a class. <laughs> <laughs> to a bunch of kids who decided to go to this college and hang out in this classroom while I was there. Um, my my car actually wasn't working, so I had a zoom in, which I can't think of anything that makes me less comfortable than being like the great and powerful Oz in yes. front of someone's uh classroom shouting nonsense about um about podcasting at them, but uh, I did a good job. I always do a good job. I forgot how much I like to talk about those things. And yeah, um, I forgot that if I know I, I, I'm one of those guys that I've forgotten how much I know about, about podcasting and, you know, some of the questions that were getting asked, um, yeah. were like, Oh, well, yeah, I, I know, I know how to do all of those things. And it's, it's something that, uh, I got to be proud of for a little bit. So it was cool. My, I, my, my friend, colleague, Frolig, this is gentleman. His name is Jeremy Cox. We worked um, as reporters at the same time. He worked for the daily times. He was their uh, watchdog reporter back when they gave a shit about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was at one of the 
several thousand papers where I worked. And we just, you know, we were we were kind of Twitter friends. And then, you know, we'd see each other at stuff. And um, that was kind of the big. Oh, he wrote an article. He wrote he was writing blogs for the uh, ill fated sea level magazine. So that's how cool. long I've been in touch with uh, with Jeremy. It's it, I, I think it may be. I think that his daughter who was in a carriage in his first blog post is now headed to college. It's something, yeah. you know, absurd, something yeah. absurd like that. But anyway, he's also a, a journalism teacher at um, Salisbury university and he does have his own podcast, which I'll plug here because if you're listening to this podcast, you might actually also like his podcast. Uh, not might, you might also be interested. You'll like it. Anyone who hears it will look like it, but uh, he does uh, Chesapeake Uncharted, which hmm. is a uh, semi. Uh, they're getting ready to start their second season now, um, but it's really, really highly produced field reporting a la National Public Radio. It, it's he's really, really good at it. Uh, he didn't know how to do like the podcast part stuff of it. Like oh, he could really? do all the audio journalism. But as yeah. far as like, you know, what? What host do I use? What computer yeah. programs are free that I can edit on, you know? And, um, and that's, that's how we got to talking about podcasts because, you know, I would, uh, you know, we would just chat about the things you needed to do to start a podcast. And I forget that people don't just, you know, my assumption is always that people are like, well, I'll look on the internet, I'll figure it out for myself and then I'll know it. And right. Um, that's not, that's not always the case. Sometimes people need to hear from other people how to do things. Um, if we can dip back into your commercial for a second, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you, sometimes it makes more sense to have someone, someone who, you know, tell to your face what you need to do. Yeah. And well, so I can't, what, I can't tell you how many times that, uh, I've been looking into something that even that, uh, you know, say video editing, I came across something just the other day. And it was a t technique that somebody was was doing. I thought that I had figured out this really cool way to edit directly uh, the way that I like to edit. Um, you know, without getting too much into the, the details, it was ba basically the to compress everything down to um, uh, the same time, many clips down to the same time. And I had this process and I'm like, oh, I'm a genius. I came up with this process to be able to do it. Uh, like, I, I wonder if I could write a script so that it, it can do something. It can be automatic and, and that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm watching a, a YouTube video of uh, some, some guys that I like who do, uh, you know, tutorials and stuff like that. And there was something that was so simple that I had missed in all of my years, in my 10 years of video editing and working with Premiere, that would have saved me like three steps. And, <laughs> and I, I, I just found myself like, I'm like, oh my goodness, how? And it was like, it's something really kind of obvious, you know? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and point being, to be able to either ask a, a direct question and have that answered or to uh you know kind of discover with somebody it's like well what if we did it like this right um that's a great point uh, have you thought about doing it this way and uh you know so ha talking to somebody actually talking to somebody 
right. who's, who's done it. You can get to the chase a lot faster. Right. And, 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 and in, and in the case of the speaker, in my case, I don't have to go through the entire thing. I can say, okay, well, what do you know? What mm-hmm. do you need to know? Which mm-hmm. is something that's not as easy to do if you're putting together a course or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I, I, so in a couple of years ago, he had me start speaking to his class. I think after this is war came out, mm-hmm. um, before this is war came out, I was doing, you know, just an annual or a biannual, I'd go to his classroom and do this talk about podcasting and take questions from the students. And I'm always surprised how um, time passes, I guess, is, 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 is really what I'm trying to say. But like every most years, like none of the students listen to podcasts. And I was just talking to the students as if they didn't listen to podcasts for maybe 10 minutes. And yeah. then I'm like, wait, 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 does does anybody here listen to podcasts? And like, you know, 70% of the kids put the students put up their hands. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That I said that used to, I, I just used to be able to assume that no one was listening to podcasts who was your age because it's it was a, always an older person's thing if it was. Yeah. And I also was a younger person when I started it. So those two things <laughs> kind of kind of crushed together. But it was cool to it was cool to not only be able to talk about all the things that I know about how to compose a podcast, but also to, you know, do some thinking about the future stuff. And I think that we've spoken about it before, but I am, um, I am on my way to going like all audio all the time. Like I'm still going to write things down and I'm still going to write stories. And I do, do have my, you know, my newsletter that I finally wrote this week, this week, that'll be coming out tomorrow, but I'm people just, my, my listenership is so much better on audio and it's just, it's just the nature of the beast. And it's time to one, one statistic I didn't give last week during my commercial was I sold more audio books in the last four months than I've sold hardcover books and softcover books and eBooks in the last year and a half. And really, yeah, it's just, I mean, I still didn't sell. I'm not quite ready to buy an island yet. Uh, but I it's was 40 compared to 10. I was ex- exactly. It, it, but it was, it was, it was, it was shocking how well I did for as long. Cause I haven't even plugged, except on here, I haven't even plugged mm-hmm. the audiobook. You know, I've been doing all the, um, all the book tour kind of podcasts. Yeah. So, you know, that and the way our, our we have like, I'm going to say 12 people who read our, our newsletter and then something much closer, like 35 people who download it every week, you know, mm-hmm. and our download numbers are going up and like by now, um, it, our, our podcast came out today by now, that number is probably closer to 40. And then by the end of the week, it'll be closer to a hundred, but people are listening to it kind of like right away, but no one's <laughs> subscribed. You're welcome to subscribe to the newsletter. Love to have you. Sometimes I can write, uh, but sometimes I just put out the podcast with, you know, two or three lines of what it's about because I would rather have you have the podcast than not have it while I hem and haw over is right. it who or whom, you know, I, I can't. Uh, um, yeah. Well, and I, I, I mean, that's definitely part of it. I mean, as we're getting into uh, what we do and, and just talking about podcasts in general is, um, you know, there's something about, 
just letting that bird fly. And uh, I mean, I, I've put out, I feel like we have a, you and I have a good sort of uh, st- standard that we've set. Uh, you know, we're pretty consistent in the quality that we put out uh, I, at the beginning of the show, you know, made a, made a comment about how we prepare, which is basically a three minute conversation before we hit the go button. Um, but that is, uh, I mean, it's something that lends itself to making content easy and, uh, yeah. And then you got to just let that, uh, let that, let that go and, uh, let, put it out into the world. Yeah. And, that's that's what uh that's what I told the children of tomorrow. No, but um, but it, it was cool. It was it was cool to get some of their responses. But it's it's weird to think of having a podcasting class, you know, mm. like a how to podcast class, which is what I think Jeremy does with them for the second part of the uh, of the year. This is like the podcast section. Because what I was kind of encouraging them to do was were was to do like I feel like audio journalism in the future. I feel like germ- journalism going forward is going to look a lot like you know what we're used to hearing from NPR, which is sound clips cut in with reporting. And mm-hmm. when I think of how much time it takes me to organize a story, it occurs to me that it doesn't take much longer, maybe maybe four hours or five hours longer, but not in the grand scheme of things much longer to organize the audio from a, an hour interview and cut it up and level it and make the commentary and put the story out that way. And I think a lot of the stories that I'm going to be doing going forward, um, a lot of the, like, so if you want to get a story into a magazine, you write the magazine editor a letter and say, Hey, I have an idea for a story. This is what it's going to look like. This is how it's going to run. This is who I'm going to talk to. This is why I think your readers will like it. And then you wait three weeks and they say no or yes. And then you have to write the story. I think I would rather just put the effort into putting out audio journalism whenever I feel like it. When, you know, I'll work on a story till it's done and then I'll put Mm -hmm. it out and people will listen to it or they won't listen to it, but I'll feel more satisfied doing it that way. And that's what I was talking to the, uh, to the students about, you know, this idea that if you go to a company, you're going to go to a company that either has a podcast or is considering doing a podcast because it's something that, you know, it's, it's just a, a wild communication opportunity that people still aren't really taking very much um, advantage of or advantage of in the way that they in the way that they probably should or can. Um, there was a statistic out this week from Neiman labs. I think, you know, it was like that, um, Mm -hmm. advertising is down. Um, digital advertising, digital ads are, are way off. Um, and you know, there were a bunch of reasons that they suggested, but there are some pretty simple reasons. Uh, simple reason. Number one, Apple has completely stopped sharing any and any and all information with the websites you go to. So if you have a Mac and you go to a website, um, it's harder for them to figure out who you are and it's harder to find what ads to serve you. Um, and as that, and, and Google's about to, as we discussed, turn off cookies. And those mm-hmm. two things are making all of these 
uh, digital ad people a little nervous and they're like, well, we don't know where to spend money to get the return on, on our investment. Um, but if you have a company, the amount of money that you spend in advertising over the course of a year for a 10th of that, if you're doing print and you're mm -hmm. doing digital and you're doing television, then a billionth of it. But if you're just doing digital for probably 10% of what you're doing digital for, you could produce a monthly podcast that just makes people feel good about your business because yes. that's like, unless you're going to put ads in the, unless you're going to put coupons in the newspaper, all you're really saying is this is where we are. This is what we do. And I'm kind of a good guy. You should come and see what I do, you know? Yeah. And yep. that is the most effective kind of advertising. I think of, I described uh, business podcasts as like interesting infomercials. Like what if infomercials were good? They would yeah. be podcasts yeah. for businesses. Right. So. Yeah. Well, and that's what, that's one thing that I have found with my, uh, with the other podcasts that we do, the, the Dewey Raw podcast. Uh, it's about Dewey Beach in general, but really it's about the starboard. And not only is it about like, oh, these are the specials, these are the events, these are uh, what's going on. It's about the personalities that make up the starboard. So right. it's, a lot of, it's a lot of the staff. And I mean, uh, and th this is, and I'll, I'll say that this is something I have been uh, uh, sort of slow or uh, apprehensive to, to put out, but I had a couple of the servers talking about uh, going away for a bachelorette weekend. And this is a group of 20 girls who went to Mexico for uh, a very well-known, uh, well-known, uh, a very uh, popular bartender for her for her bachelorette party, I've been hesitant to put it out only because the content's great, but the the audio got messed up. So, yeah, but but you know, so that's like it's all on me. But it's just it's one of those things. It's like oh, this is a look into the lives of people that you see and you like, and you know, there's a there's some familiarity there it's it's uh it, you know in this world of social media and um you know where you're living vicariously through through celebrities it's really great in my opinion to have uh, a group of people that you can live vicariously through that are attached to a business that you love right, right? yeah and that's it's They're not like real that, people they are real people, and it is not a normal way of advertising a, a business. I don't think, but um, you know, we say that a lot. Is like the, you know, the the character, the the personality of the business are made up of the individuals within that business. And if you can feel a little bit closer to them, and again, not like heavy handed, just like you said, uh, uh, an infomercial, yeah, if it were good. Um, you know, I, is it like about the people and specific to, to bars and restaurants? It's like, I want to go there because I identify and like. Yeah, they people. sound like they sound like they're decent folks having a good time. And that's yeah. that's the best that you can. You can't do that any other. I mean, you work for some you work for some very good restaurants. Food is just not that appealing on a television commercial. Like, you know, and <laughs> you know, it's like Burger King and Wendy's. They, they're like, Hey, it's 1am and you're stoned as hell. Have some food. Yeah. You know? yeah but yeah. like, 
prime rib just doesn't zing on nobody's like, oh, I think I want a huge meal right now. And it's nobody's fault. It's not that the food isn't good. It's just that. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a pe- the, the the odds of you catching someone unless you're McDonald's, the odds of you catching someone who's like, hmm, I think I might like a steak sometime in the near future are just so slim. Mm-hmm. But if you're just talking, to, if you're if you're doing a podcast and you're like, oh, yeah, and we made this steak and it was so good and it had mushrooms and onions or whatever people do to steaks nowadays. And uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, that was good. I had that. And it just puts something in front of like, Oh, yeah, I didn't even think that they had steaks there. Yeah. And, you know, and it's a simple a simple way to communicate what the business does without, you know, smacking people over the head with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially because if you it's it's easy now to take a peek behind the curtain of what goes into visual commercials for food. Mm -hmm. You know, like everybody knows that when the pizza comes separating from the other pizza, that's not that's not cheese. That's glue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, everybody like, I mean, and nobody not notices when their pizza doesn't do it at home. You know, <laughs> it doesn't take much to find out that like, oh, there's actual there's actual lacquer on that bun, you know, to mm-hmm. to make it look like it's fresh and appetizing and, you know. And, and and so that's that's all on the podcasting. I'm 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 sorry I went so long, but I think that was that was a fun thing to talk about. I want to tell you when I tell everyone else there won't be a show next week. I'm going to Baltimore. I'm oh, going fun. to the National Funeral Director Association annual conference. Yeah, five thousand funeral directors from all over the country, possibly all over the continent. Um. And can I, can I just say that if there were ever a time for you to start a TikTok, <laughs> this would be it. <laughs> yeah, you got you got me there. I, I I have to I have to say that you got me there. I don't know. Um, maybe I would just do convention TikToks because uh, otherwise it and I and these are private people. What I've come to understand is that. I think I may have mentioned that on this on the show mm-hmm. before. If you're the funeral director, you can't go to the local bar and get hammered because you know right. people would be like, "Hey, why aren't you taking care of my mom or whatever?" But yeah. so they go to these conventions, and as I understand it, I've been I've been invited to seven cocktail parties so far today. Oh wow! Yeah, I think they take. <laughs> I think I I might people meet people who take drinking just as seriously as I do. <laughs> oh man Uh, yeah no it's 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 apparently it's apparently the event it's the i guess the uh oscars of funeral directing or whatever (laughs) but i'm i'm excited to go i'm i'm so excited for the experience and i will i will report back on october 13th i guess or 12th whatever seven days from no i won't report back on the 12th on the 19th uh, yes. I will report back because I'm gone Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night, and I'm home home Wednesday night. So it's oh, three good. days of working and drinking. I guess I um I'm going to find out, and I will report back. Yeah, um, I'm excited. And, uh, but the other thing I wanted to talk about just briefly because I just saw it on um I just saw it on the internet, but more importantly, I mentioned it to Todd and learned something new about him, which is kind of rare at this at this point in our relationship 
Now, I knew you read comic books. I didn't know you read She-Hulk. Yes. And I would like you, and I've not seen She-Hulk. I have to say, I saw the um, I saw the commercials. The commercials didn't particularly impress me. But as I understand it, it's supposed to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. And now that's all I know about She-Hulk, the television show, the movie, the comic book, any of it. Yeah. So... I am 49. So when She-Hulk came out, I feel like I was in that prime 12 to 12 to 14. Well, maybe that's not even when it came out as a book, but uh when it that, when that's I when, you got dis- into it. when I discovered it, you know. So 12 to 14 year old boy, um this is definitely in the age of comics where uh you know the the female superheroes were over-sexualized and skimpy and curvy and, and, and that sort of thing. And I literally remember uh, uh, my friend, I had, a, I had a very close friend, Eric Barnes, who we had a joint comic book collection. We were pretty, pretty avid collectors, you know, a couple long boxes of uh, many, many, many titles and most were Marvel. But my friend Eric Barnes on his wall had like the 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 girls of Marvel, and it was uh, Rogue from uh, X Men, who, if you only know from the movies, was nothing like the, in the book. Much more of a, you know, yeah, that that kind of yeah, bombshelly. That's a good way to put it. And uh, and, and She Hulk, and long before uh, Deadpool came into the the atmosphere of like breaking the fourth wall that She-Hulk was doing that. And it was, it was a great kind of escape from some of the, uh, you know, like heavier stuff that you could read uh, that was, and it was much more just light and fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, being a Marvel fan, uh, although I recognize in this modern age of Marvel and especially the cinematic universe, how much that can, uh, you know, kind of quelch some creativity in small independent corners of the, uh, of the world. Um, I still do enjoy the movies very much. Uh, we got Disney plus, we enjoy the shows very much. We enjoyed, uh, the Marvel shows that were on Netflix originally daredevil, uh, uh, Jessica Jones and, and uh, a couple others that have now kind of been brought over, mm-hmm. but She-Hulk is a, it, in my opinion, and for the show, regardless of the writing, there's been a lot of talk about how, how poor the CGI is. There's been a lot of, I think it's what, uh, the Marvel cinematic universe needs right now to be like, we're a fucking kids, 12, <laughs> 12 to 14 year old little boy thing. That's, right. that's, that's grown up and has some bigger tools to, to administer that. And I, I think that it's a good, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, and the tone of the show is like that. The, in my opinion, the the acting's great. The storylines are fun. It's you know, it it is everything that you would expect from 
She-Hulk, if if you read the the books, you know. Well, that's uh, cool because I didn't. I didn't. Ago. I never heard of. I mean, I heard. I knew that there was a thing as She-Hulk. I've never read a She-Hulk book, and it's good to know that there was that kind of book and that it's that kind of show because. Mm. I mean, I, like I said, I've only seen, you know, a couple of um, commercials, you know, and that's all I know about the show. But I did just see uh, Daredevil is going to be in it. And, you know, Twitter yeah. knows that I'm interested in Daredevil. So that it told me that he is going to be in the show tonight um, or whenever whenever it comes out. And so I watched that clip and I'm like, this doesn't look this doesn't look bad. I mean, this is, yes, yeah, it's, it's silly ish, but it doesn't look like they don't know that it's silly. Right. You know, because that girl is not that big either. Right. They didn't hire a, a seven foot, a seven foot tall woman to. No, no. In fact, they <laughs> fired, they hired a, uh, a five foot woman and, you know, like more for her personality and her, and her comedy chops. Uh-huh. And then they made her into a seven foot uh, tall green lady. And what's so funny to me is, and I've, I've seen some of the stuff on the internet and when people, you know, uh, big eye roll when people talk about wokeism and they're uh-huh. like, Oh, you know, uh, now they have to go and make the Hulk a girl. Like you just don't understand like that. That was, that has, that is an idea that is probably older than you are. You keyboard warrior sitting in yeah. your mom's basement at, you know, um, it was just, it was, it's something that has always existed, you know? And uh, so that that's when, well, we we started this, and you were like, uh, you know, asking me if I had an opinion. I said I have a qualified opinion, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only because that twelve to fourteen year old boy is still, right. uh, still here. Very cool, and that'll bring us up um, to date. And we are a little bit over this week, but that's okay. I know you guys don't mind because you got all sorts of She Hulk stories now. You can tell your grandkids. <laughs> um but i got nothing less uh how about you i got nothing all right well remember next for until next time at the beach it's happy hour whenever you say this day drinking on delmarva with todd DeHart and tony russo is produced weekly mostly by dumb luck you can join them wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com thanks for listening and we'll check back in with you next week